conversation. Brought to you by Acoustic Health. Welcome to another Quantum Conversation. Brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the quantum realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. Welcome, everyone. Thank you so much for being here. This is a quantum conversation where we're talking about a, a tool, spiritual tools that allow us to connect inward and receive the answers that we're looking for. This is one of my favorite topics because it's helped in my life, and I know many are on this path as well. Let's welcome Marilyn Alaria to Quantum Conversations once again. Welcome, Marilyn. Thank you for being here. Welcome, Laura. Uh, thank you, Lauren. I'm so excited to be here. I can't wait to, I haven't seen you in so long, and I'm excited to talk about everything. Yes, and so this is probably one of the best things that we can do in our world today, to tune into ourselves so deeply that we understand how we're being guided and who's guiding us. Literally, this is our higher self. And so how do the tarot cards help with this in your experience? So I feel like the tarot cards are a great tool for us to get in touch with our psychic gifts and our deeper wisdom and infinite wisdom. Many times we um, people struggle with trusting their own information that's coming through clairvoyantly, clairaudiently, whether they're seeing, hearing, feeling, sensing, knowing, and the cards can be an incredible tool to access those deeper, uh, the deeper wisdom inside of you, the deeper information inside of you. So it's really a great tool. It, it was a tool that I used early on and I love teaching it because it really helped me to access things and discover the magic that I didn't even realize was there. It's like the cards, like they show up and you're like, oh my goodness, that's insane. And it's like so magical and so crazy. So that's what I, that's why I like using the tools. Yes. And so how do they help you um, see what's going on in your life? Like, yeah. Is it, is it not only it helps us to see things from a different perspective, but there's something meta multidimensional going on. These are our guides in a way, right? Definitely. And I feel like the cards, no matter what deck you're using, they have life to them. So to me, you're not looking at like, I have the cards right here. So oh, interesting cards to be pulling two of swords, right? Which could be a card that's very tricky to people seeing it. But to me, the cards have life because we have life. So just because this was maybe painted or drawn, these are Rider Waite deck. And I can't remember what year they came out. It was many, 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 many years ago just because they were developed, say, in the 1800s, I don't remember when it was, does not mean that they don't have life today. And we give them life. So the beauty about these cards is that when we're trying to communicate with our guides, when we're trying to communicate with our higher self, when we're trying to communicate with higher wisdom to know where we need to go, what we need to do, what choices we need to make, it's a great tool to start having a conversation and because we get out of our own head and we're looking at a, a physical object, it allows us to get out of our way and out of our mind chatter and to have a conversation with divinity, with guides and with communication. And the cards show work as a catalyst to the next level of living. 
So I, that's why I like them. I think that I teach a class called Tarot for Your Soul, and I teach in a way that helps you to read the cards based on your own personal life experience, not based on what is necessarily written in the book. And that's where the cards have more life too, because where I am today reading that particular card, and I remember getting that card when I first started studying that Two of Swords card, freaked me the heck out. Now I have a little bit of a different understanding and I would be able to understand it. Okay, this isn't that bad of a card. It can move me forward. Okay, let's use that as an example. The Two of Swords, um, what would you? What would the book say it was? What would the... I'm sorry, go ahead. No, it's interesting. It's like, is it going to be cut? Is it trouble? Is it? Yeah. You know, I don't even know what the book would say at this point because um, <laughs> it's been, I've been created such a dialogue myself with the cards, but swords are about thoughts. Mm. Twos are about duality. It's also about like paradoxal thinking and the, the swords cards, I already put it away. She's like closed off. So it's saying you're closed off. You're not seeing things the way you need to see them. You're really stuck. You're just trapped. Whereas if I looked at it today and I was asking a question, I'd be like, okay, my thoughts are in the way. I need to start opening up. There's water behind the card. I know that uh, water represents divine energy, uh, destiny, flow. So what do I need to do to open up to remove the swords in order to see further into the future? So um, wow. I tell you the truth. I don't use the book anymore. So it wouldn't even like I have such, I think you need to know certain principles for sure, because the cards are so amazing and the work that's been put into them. I definitely want, you know, people to understand what wands mean, what swords mean, what the numbers mean, what the different symbols mean. Like this card is the seven of wands and he's got two different shoes on. And when that was taught to me, it was taught that that means that it's a soul's a really big soul's journey. You're on a really important part of your path right now really diving deep into your soul and you're going to excavate something that's super important and powerful. Well, that's something I learned through my training. But now if I look at this card right now and I give a reading to everyone, it's a little bit of the chaotic energy we're experiencing in this time. Now, this could be an evergreen video that we're watching on YouTube or something. So no matter when you're coming to this particular recording that Loren and I are doing, you're going through a chaotic time. But the card is representing that you have more available to you than you think. You have more creative aspects than you think. So I'm able to pick the cards and anybody I teach to read them in the moment and apply them in the moment, but take the certain things that are important to apply it. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. And just um, wondering, because we've got a Zoom audience here and I'm wondering if you want to read for people in our Zoom audience. Of course. Yes, that would be great. Um, because, wow, you, you picked it all. So if you're in our Zoom audience, you can, um, yeah, we can, we can open up the phone line, raise your hand as a participant, and we'll get to you in just a moment. First, I want to talk to you, Marilyn, about, you know, um, yes, okay, so we're talking about connecting with the higher self and the wisdom from within, in the face of everything, right when we look outside even that card the seven of of swords really showed it right there with the chaos so what types of questions can we ask because we know that there's you and i know when people come to us and ask us questions there's a few common ones 
And so how do people ask questions in a powerful way, in an empowering way about any question that could be on their mind these days? And I know there's a few that are on the top of people's minds. So what's the best way to ask? So I want to give a little background, if that's okay, first, and then yes. ask answer that question, because I want people to realize, so when I came to the cards, and many of you may be experiencing this, where your psychic ability is opening up, you have certain uh, in and out experiences of like, wait, I knew that was going to happen, it happened, like all these kinds of abilities start opening up. So for me, when I started coming to the cards, all my psychic ability, my mediumship ability was opening up and I didn't know how to rein it in. I didn't know how to handle it. I was too in my head, too in mind chatter. Mind chatter is one of the biggest problems in order to get to the answers, which I'm going to get into the questions in a second that you just asked. So tarot was an incredible tool for me to really access my own innate gifts. And that's what I offer up to everybody who's listening to this video. Tarot is just a tool for you to empower yourself and to really reveal your own gifts to yourself. And everybody's gifted and we're constantly growing and evolving as time is changing. Your gifts don't stay at one point, they constantly grow. And tarot is such a great tool for clairvoyancy, clairaudience, anything, because the way I play with the cards, you're not just looking at a picture of the moon card, which I love. I would have you dive in there and listen to the sounds, feel it, smell it, taste it. You know, you really want the cards to communicate with you. The type of questions to ask, as most people have, you know, whenever I was doing readings, it was either career or love or health, right? Those are the three areas that everybody wants to know. But you want to be careful not to ask a, a, a question that you already have an idea of the result you want. Like, so say yes or no questions are a little bit difficult to ask in tarot. You wanna ask empowering questions that help you to dive deeper into the journey. So say, let's, we have a question about a relationship. Is this relationship gonna work out for me? That's a yes or no question. So the tarot could give you yes or no, supposedly the aces are the yeses in the cards, but really you wanna dive deeper and go, what do, what do I need to know about this relationship? What do I need to know about why I'm struggling with this relationship? Where do, where do I need to go in myself, in my own journey in order to deepen this relationship? Those are questions that allow you to have more of an opportunity for the cards to communicate with you and to you. And it's also not a disempowering question because if you're asking the cards, is this relationship gonna work out? You're disempowering yourself. You're putting all your resources into the card. Instead, have a co-creation with it. What do I need to know about this person in my life? Is this person going to help me to evolve into the best person I can be? You know, so that helps you to ask more empowering questions. Did that answer that question? Yes, it did. Because when we ask a question that way, you better be ready for the answer of that, right? Is this person the best person that I can be? And the cards will reveal that you might have to, it's all about a mirror back to us though, right? So it might mean we might have to make an adjustment or yeah. look at something that we didn't consider. But the other thing that I'd like to, I love that. And the other thing that I would like to say is that I don't believe in anything in readings as putting a period at the end of it. We're not at a period. There's never a period in our life, a period dot at the end of the sentence. So I teach the dot, dot, dot technique. So when you read the cards like this, it's allowing you to go into a dot, dot, dot technique, which I'll explain. There's always more information. There's always something greater and better. The universe, God, whatever you believe in, has something so much greater for us. 
So I don't want my students limiting themselves. I want my students to ask a question, a powerful question with the opportunity to learn even more. And I feel like a lot of us come from a place of, we may have experienced so much disappointment that we just need something great to happen. So have that expectancy with the cards, but ask an empowering question. Say it's that relationship and you really want it to work out. How can I become a better person in this relationship? Then you, you're exploring more. You're not putting a period this relationship's going to end. And then what the, let's see what card comes up. Oh, it's the Empress card. Great friggin' card, right? These are the major arcana cards. These are phenomenal. She's traditionally known to be pregnant. So if you were reading this card, how can I be a better person in this relationship? This card is telling you to dive into your creativity, dive into your fertility, start those gifts that you start those projects you want to start, start gardening, get out there in the world. Gives you so much, but then you could be like, okay, what do I, which idea do I need to go further into? It, do you see how it becomes a it becomes a journey, a really exciting journey. I hope. Yeah, really looking um, inward. So you know, um, all right, another one like people, for example, if they're focusing on um, their business, for example, and and how they can be of service into the world, it would be more of a a deep question like, how can I show up even better? What do I need to do to show up 110% or things like that. Yeah. Right? And that may be like, get quiet and, and maybe simplify. I mean, the cards would give us the answers. <laughs> yeah, they would. And the other thing I like about that too, is so many people do want to know how to be of service, but the way that I teach is I want people to stop waiting for the answer to arrive. I want them to be in the answer and in the question. And a lot of people know what they already want to do but they're afraid to verbalize it. So maybe they know they want to be a healer. They don't know what type of healer they want to be. They know they want to be of service as a healer. How can I be a better healer in this world? What do I need to learn to be a better healer in this world? How can I show up even more in my life and be of service? Where do I need to go to be of service? And then pull a card and see what it says. And now that's the King of Wands and the King of Wands are all about, Wands are all about creativity. This is all about the transformation. It's about the Ouroboros. If I was reading this card for somebody, I'd be like, this is, you know, whatever transformed you in your life, whatever brought you to the place of transformation, that's what you want to teach others. So you get to do this for yourself. And, and so I love these questions because I, I stopped doing readings because I stopped I've got tired of people coming to me and giving me their power. And I want people to empower themselves and to read for themselves. Doesn't mean you don't go out there for guidance because I think guidance is great, you know, a reader, a healer, a life coach, a therapist, whatever it is. But you don't want to walk into someone's office and give away all your power. You want to co-create with them too. Like I'm in therapy now. I'm not giving away my power to my therapist. I'm showing up and asking for help but we are able to do the sessions together. So if she says something that I don't agree with, I get to speak up and be in my power. You wanna do that with readers. How many times, I don't know if you've had this experience where people come out of a reading and they're devastated by what they heard. They're flattened mm -hmm. out. Mm -hmm. I don't want them to be disempowered by what somebody said. I want them to learn how to work with it, with their own tools. Yes, and so you said that you use this to enhance your abilities. So what's going on here when, when we're working with the cards and we're seeing our own connection and communication with the cards, our own 
mm, I guess we could call it inspiration from the cards. Um, what the our imagination of what the cards are showing us as a reflection back in our own life, that builds a track record, if you will, that validates our intuition. Yes. That's it's that like works. people always say to me, you know, um, why aren't I hearing my guides? And a lot of times they are, but it's like, a, it's a muscle. You're building a muscle. It's exactly what you just said. And it's learning a language and you're learning how to trust your own intuition and trust yourself so that when you're getting the clairvoyant image in the card, my favorite card, the fool card, one of my favorite cards, when now, I'm why seeing is that the favorite, well, it's my because personality say, card. Okay. It's your and personality card. card. Everybody has a personality card and a soul card. Not everybody has. Usually it's the same card. I have two. I have my personality card is the fool card. My soul card is the emperor. It's based on um, numbers. Uh, it's your birth based on your birth date and everything. Okay. But um, the fool is about taking naive risks. And I just love this card so much because he's he's not worried about taking risks in his life. He just does it. But say like you're looking and reading this card and you, you're focused on that white flower in his hand. And then all of a sudden you're out at the supermarket and you're thinking of something and you see that white rose. Now you're seeing how it's like translating into your life and you are trusting your own intuition and your own gifts. And like you said, it's like, it's this, I can't remember the words you use, but it is a process. It doesn't happen overnight. It's such a great tool to build that trust. Yes, building the trust because, you know, the other way around is to, see in hindsight how we didn't trust that intuition. So this is a great tool for really building upon our intuition. Does it matter um, what oracle cards we use? Do different oracle cards produce different results? That's a question from Rosemary. Yeah, I saw that question. It's a great question. Um, in my experience, hmm, I would say yes. Because the, the Rider weight cards are uh, made of mi minor arcana, 56 minor arcana and 22 major arcana. And hopefully I have the 56 right numbers. I'm not going to add it up in my head right now. And a lot of cards are based on the Rider weight deck, um, based on the major arcana, minor arcana. But I do feel that different cards garner different results. They have different energy. It's how they were created, what their messages are, what you get from them. So I do feel like it has to be a deck that resonates with you. I feel like this is a great deck to learn on because it's the most universal deck as far as I know. I'm not, I'm an, I feel like I'm an expert in tarot, but I'm not like the expert, but I can tell you from my own experience. But I feel like you have to go and look at different cards and you may find that you want different cards for different things, different reasons, different feelings, like animal cards or oracle cards or um, angel cards. And I do feel like they're going to give you different information, but it's not so much about the answer. It's more the journey into them. Like I would never use, I think it was the Thoth, Thoth deck, T-H-O-T-H. -H, I can't remember how to say, I could not use that deck. Yeah, it's, there was it also feels weird, right? Yeah. And also Osho, someone gave me the Osho deck. I think that's what it's called. I couldn't use it. It did not resonate with me. It did not feel energetically good. It's not that it's not a great deck, but for me, it shut me down. Uh, Whereas certain the, you know, even um, there's an, an the animal deck out there. I can't remember the name of it. There People love that deck, animal spirit. I could not use it. But I could use right away. I could have used, uh, you know, it's such an interesting topic, Doreen Virtue's angel cards, because we all know that she's not into that anymore. But there are certain decks, my uh, Sue, 
Sue Kovacs, one of my students, she created the beautiful deck and uh, Dream Dust Tarot. I like her deck. You know, my friend Leslie Sloan created a color deck. So it depends. The deck has got to speak to you. But I do think that they'll give you different results because it'll be a different journey. That was a long answer. <laughs> sorry about that. Thank you for that. But no, I also, no. I want to say something else to everyone. I'm so sorry. I'm taking over. No, this is going to teach you <laughs> in a way how not to need this either, because I can go into a reading. I don't use the cards anymore. I like teaching them because I think it's a great access way to learn your own personal gifts. And then you'll be in a reading or you'll be out and spirit will just show you a card in your mind's eye. And that is a great, like I could be in a reading. I'd be like, oh, they're showing me the sun card right now. This is great for you. And then you have all this information after working with them. So it's just such a great way of, I tell everybody they're the instrument. It's such a great way to learn your instrument. That's it. That's I'll a beautiful talking. analogy. Yes, beautiful. So this could be um, a wives tale or superstition. Have you heard that you're not to buy your own tarot deck? Or is that just something that's moot? No, I think I've heard that. For me, that doesn't hold true. So I don't, I don't resonate with that. But I think some people would. Just like you can't throw out a tarot deck. I resonate with that. You're supposed to give it away. But sometimes I think I have thrown them out or I've put them in a paper bag and I have little rituals that I would have done. But yeah, so I think if somebody resonates with that, that's okay to me. It's like somebody's not supposed to buy you pearls. You're supposed to get pearls as a gift. That's another one I've heard. So oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. So um, for our Zoom audience and to be in our Zoom audience for our next shows, please visit AcousticHealth.com and you can register right there because this is pre-recorded for our Zoom audience broadcasting on YouTube and other networks later. So we are going to take questions from our Zoom audience. If you're in the Zoom audience, participants, you can click on the participants panel and you can raise your hand. And before we get there, let's have you talk more about the energy or the vibrations of the card. And here's a question. Is there healing inside the cards for this purpose? You know, I saw that question in here and I love that question. And I'm, a, I'm so I'm a different teacher than maybe a, a lot of people out there. And I think in anything that you come across, you have to decide what you like and leave the rest. And so for me, is there healing in the cards? You, it, for me, it's an access way to your own healing. So there's healing in you and the cards will help you to get to that healing. So again, I don't put the, my power in the cards. I use the cards as an access way to heal myself. I don't give, if I go to a healer and I think they're incredible healers out there, that there's certain ones that I trust, I go to them because they're going to help reawaken the healing inside of me. If I'm not ready to be healed, I could go to the best healer in the world. They're not going to heal me. So for me, everything's a conversation, the conversation with the universe, conversation with the cards, but it's mainly a conversation with your soul. So that's how I would answer it. But I do feel like going on the vibration, certain cards are going to have more healing energy than other cards. And I do agree with that. Like there are certain cards I can look at and I'd be like, oof, that is not for me. I'm not feeling any healing in that. Oh, those are great. I love it. All right. Very fascinating topic. Thank you. We're going to go to some questions. So I am going to 
call on Kathy. Kathy, you can unmute your microphone and ask a question. Is that me? Hi, Kathy. That's you. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Um, I am, well, <laughs> I feel that um, I'm kind of, in, I, I've been in a place right now where um, I've been working on myself and getting myself stronger. I'll save you, but I went through some things and had a major breakdown, which led to the Kundalini awakening and then my gifts opening. But I feel like um, I'm just not tapping in as, you know, much as it was after that happened. You know, everything was so clear and everything just came to me. And now I think, you know, I just feel um, it's a little, uh, I don't want to say blocked. I just say, I, I just, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm able to get things as clear as I was like immediately I'd ask a question and boom it was like just in my mind I was like oh wow <laughs> you know or I think of something and literally I was manifesting things like immediately it was um although I did that last week um you know Kathy it's I, I'm gonna just cut you off sorry I hope, I hope no that's mind. fine just, um so, and then I want to hear what you have to say after what I have to say. Normally when I do readings for people, I want people to ask questions on these formats because it makes it easier for me to okay. go. A lot of times I don't let people talk at all and I tell them everything and then- No, that's fine. But this is great. So what I feel like happened, Kathy, is that you did have this Kundalini awakening experience and your mind chatter got out of the way because of whatever breakdown you had, which is like a breakthrough, your mind chatter stopped because when you hit those points of really like just flattened out, you start like thinking about life differently. You start experiencing life differently and you have a quicker way into your own gifts and your gifts are still there. It's just that life started getting in the way again. So you're not really clearly understanding how you're seeing, hearing, feeling, sensing, knowing. And it's also your, you might be like, it's, you might be having the mind chatter thing coming in. Like, I'm not sure. Is that really happening? I don't know if that's happening. I, I'm not sure. So I pulled the um, queen of swords card. So my, my answer to you is it's still there. You're just needing to learn. You're building that muscle on how you're seeing, how you're hearing, how you're feeling, how you're sensing, how you're knowing. Those are the, there's many different gifts, but those are the gifts I usually highlight. Your throat chakra to me was a tiny bit shut down, but it's only because I would have you breathe into it. I would have you envision blue in here. I'd have you write your name in there. This is clear audience, clear hearing. Oh. And it's also about speaking your truth, right? So when I pull the queen of swords card, I want to pull a couple of cords for you right now. The th Queen of Swords, look at her. I don't know if you could see it. Look at her face. Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. she just looks angry, right? <laughs> it's all about thinking. So you may be like not trusting that you have had this incredible awakening and you're still viewing yourself on a on the past experiences and spirit just wants you to move forward and just continue to work with it. And the muscle will get stronger and stronger and stronger. So what I usually have people do is I have them play games with themselves or I have them learn how to read the tarot so they can move themselves out of the way and really start learning how they're seeing, hearing, feeling, sensing, and knowing. So for me with you, honey, you're in a great Great big transformation right now but right. You, you might be standing a little bit outside of it all and I would have you dive into it because they're showing me the clouds and the clouds are illusion and the clouds are um, affecting you in the way of I'm not as I, what I want you to start saying is up until now I didn't understand it I want you to start believing that you're not in the clouds anymore I also feel like you're trying to identify the information as it came in like that time when you had the breakthrough if it was a couple of weeks ago whenever it was they said, just look at all the moments as, as you're getting them. That's it. If you could trust for 30 days straight 
and you just said, I'm going to trust no matter what, you would build the muscles like you wouldn't believe. That's what I usually have my students going on. So now this card normally will scare people, the tower card. This is where you are right now, but it's breaking down of systems that you no longer need. Okay. Right. And some of that is how you're thinking and how you're being and just how you're doing. And it's a really great place. Ooh, a lot of major arcana. So you're going through some still big, big, big major changes. <laughs> but don't let this card scare you. You know what I know, I know. You? Good. You know what this is telling me, Kathy? How you've made money, how you've done things in the past, you you're not gonna you're gonna change it. You're not gonna do it that way anymore. Right. And you're you're looking for a new path. You're looking for a new way to financially uh, live. Okay. Right. Thank you. Does that help you, honey? Because I don't know if I've answered it completely. No, it, it does. I <clears throat> no, I um I understand what you're saying about uh, yeah things. Um, I, I do feel like I get symbols. I mean, I'll give you a quick thing. Last week after I left the dentist, I went down the block and drove by my old shoe cobbler for like, you know, 20 years. And it was a new business in there. And I was like, oh, no, I hope he didn't like, you know, die from COVID or, you know, maybe he just retired. So five minutes later, I'm in the next city where I used to live and went to the Italian store I liked. And as I was walking into the store, I looked over and there he was coming out. Mm -hmm. And I said... Oh my God, thank you for giving me that message. And it was just like, right like that. But I want you to hear something. So you said, I see things. So that's clairvoyancy. So I want you to start learning how to use clairvoyancy. And then you said the shoe cobbler you went to was there for 20 years and it was no longer there. And then you were afraid that he died. So I was talking to you about doing something different for a living. And now the shoe cobbler went through some kind of transformation where oh, he wow. changed something after 20 years wow. and he's doing something new, whether he's retired or not. Yeah. So he's a representation of your own soul's journey right now of changing something, transforming. Did you get to talk to him real quickly? No, I didn't because I, I, I was so surprised and we, you know, everybody had a mask and, but I was just thankful that the universe gave me the message that I felt good that he was okay. Deeper dive into that message for me. Okay. Or for okay. yourself. Okay, thank you. Great. Wow. Thanks, Kathy. Thank and you, Maria. Kathy. Oh my goodness. Um, have you been contemplating changing careers? Um, yeah, I'm pretty much yeah, I'm done with my other career. I'm in the middle. Yeah, I don't know what I'm gonna There you go. Doing. <laughs> the cards nailed it. All right. <laughs> Happy transformation. Oh, yes. transformation. So good. I, I am in the middle. Thank you so much, both of you. You're welcome. Oh, coolness. All right. We are with Marilyn Alaria, and she is taking your questions. Let's go to Renata. Renata, you can unmute yourself. What is your question for Marilyn and the best way to ask it? Hi, Renata. Hello. Um, my question is to how I can navigate in a collective consciousness when, uh, when the energies are really stronger and feeling the aspect of the past lives and uh, um, bad energies. So why would you want to navigate in a collective consciousness that's experiencing negative energy and past lives? I would like to navigate to help the heal uh, collective consciousness. Okay. So it's Renata, right? Yes. 
So what's coming up for me, Renata, and I'm going to need a little feedback on this, and this is a little bit of me coaching besides reading, is that you're getting triggered by the collective consciousness. It's going to be hard to navigate and heal the collective consciousness if you're still triggered by it a bit. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. So what I would like you to do is, (laughs) this is going to be interesting. Can you see, this is not a judgment because there's a little bit of judgment in here for me. And I'm not saying that you're judging, sweetie. Just let me just go through when I'm coming through and you get to take what you like and leave the rest. But you have a feeling about the collective consciousness that it's not healthy. And I feel like you may need to, and you could tell me if I'm wrong when I give you a chance to speak. I feel like you need to shift your perspective around the collective consciousness as it's already healed. And then I'd like to see you remove yourself a bit from it for a tiny bit in order to get the best wisdom that you can to heal the collective consciousness. I feel like you feel like you have to partake in it, but you're partaking it in a way that is a constant trigger that doesn't allow you to rise to the level of of, of light energy, healing energy. Now spirit wants me to be very clear about something. We don't judge. They don't judge us just souls. So if the collective consciousness is suffering and struggling and becoming victim to things, that would be almost like a judgment. I would have a difficult time healing it if I was thinking it was a victimized energy. So when you're in the collective consciousness, can you just see the light? Can you just see the beauty, even if what's going on is tragic and difficult? Are you able to do that? Yes, that's amazing how you said that. I, I was having goosebumps all over my body and that's just mean confirmation for me. And yeah, I can definitely shift and looking at a different way, uh, not the way that it's, uh, it's broken, and it cannot be healed. I need to look at that the way it's already healed. That's beautiful how you said that. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. I'm glad that because it's not, you know, it's what I love about this question. I want to just pull a card and see what happens. But what I love about this question. Oh, great. Okay. Um, is that this is not an area area for me. Like I would not, that's not why I'm here, right? I feel like I'm here to teach many healers, readers, psychics, uh, um, therapist, I have all sorts of people in my programs, how to do what they're meant to do. Like I'm, I'm teaching people how to become, and I'm not a guru because I refuse to ever be a guru, how we're all on the same level. And then it's a domino effect to help the masses. So I love your question because it's not an area that I would go into to heal. And I love that you're doing it. The two of cups came up. I love this card. Look at the symbol. Um, I can't remember the name of the symbol, but that's the healing symbol, the main healing symbol. Do you remember what it's called, Lauren? Is it the catechist? Yes, the catechist. And then it's alchemy. It's a lot of alchemy. It's a lot of love, but look at it's two cups. Cups are all about love and twos are about partnership. Partnership with your soul, partnership with the collective consciousness is going to help you to heal it and transform it from a place of equality. So I love that for you. Good luck, sweetie. I, feel I like love that. Good. I love that so much. Thank you. That was so great. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. Okay. We are with Marilyn Aloria and she is demonstrating how the tarot can help unlock our wisdom, our inner wisdom. Let's go to Melinda. Melinda, hello. You can unmute yourself and ask a question. Hello. 
Okay. We'll let you continue to work on unmuting yourself, Melinda. Keep trying. I'm going to move on. Let's go to Shelly. Shelly, you can unmute. Hi there. Hello there. Hi, Shelly. Hi, Marilyn. Hi, Lauren. Thank you again for taking me. And Marilyn, I've spoken to you before and you're powerful. So thank you. Um, I'm in a funny place in that I'm very comfortable. I'm very content uh, in my life. I'm retired and I'm working, but I'm privately working and very content. But yet there's a niggling somewhere and not a niggling of discomfort. Um, it's more of an intuitive hit that I know something more is waiting in the wings. And yet I have no desire to look for it. I have no desire to go after anything, but yet there's something there. And so I'm just curious. It, it's more a curiosity. Um, if I am meant to be looking at something else, even though, again, I don't want to, but is there... You know what I'm getting at? Like I do, Shelly. I get it. I, I want to um, share this with you. Please. So content is a fascinating word for me. Um, I'm going to go with my thing and then we'll ch I'll check in with you. Content to, means, to me, like you've put on the brakes. So yes, everything's okay. Everything is good. And so let me just finish what I want to say, what spirit is bringing okay. forward. And they're saying, you know, you looking into the niggling, the, the, the niggling energy that is kind of tapping you on the shoulder and trying to get your attention. The reason why you don't want the, the reason, one of the reasons why you don't want to go into it is because you're associating it with past experience. I don't want to work hard. I don't want to. And it's not that you don't want to work on yourself. That's not what they're saying. They're saying the niggling that is tapping you on the shoulder is exploration for fun and joy and passion. It doesn't have to go into a career. It doesn't have to go into any life, big transforming journey. There's something about the contentment to me. What they're saying is that you've gotten to a place where you're a bit, you're at peace and you don't want to ruffle the feathers or you don't want to ruffle the waves. You're like, I'm good. Everything is good. Just let me be. And spirit's like, no, no, no. This is the time where we start coloring in the canvas, but you get to decide with us what you want to color it with. So what are the things that you would like to explore more of? What are the things that you would like to even consider playing with? It doesn't have to be a full on career. It doesn't have to be we're rocking the boat like crazy. It could be that we're just taking a painting class or we're traveling or we're doing a cooking class. But they're asking that you do extend past the boundaries that you're already at. And they want you to just play. They want you to look at the niggling thing that is happening as just play and joy and exploration. So I want to pull a card first before I check in with you, because I find it contentment is a fascinating word to me. And I have to watch my own judgment here because I'm not allowed to put judgment into a reading. But I share that with you because that is what rose up in me. Right. And I'm yes. like, no, I can't do that. So I like it for you because it's peace. It feels like a sense of peace to totally. me. And what they're saying though, is like, but we have some exciting stuff for you. <laughs> we have a little bit of adventure and we promise you, you don't have to, this is what they just said, Shelly. They said, you don't have to do anything you don't want uh -oh. to do, My but gosh. can you just explore? So the card that came up, oh, I got chills with this. It's the six of cups card. Okay. Now cups are all about emotions, but if you could see this card, Shelly, who are you in this card? Which person are you in this card? Let me see it bigger. I'm the one, I'm the one in the red. Is, 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 is the one in the red cap giving the flowers? 
doesn't matter. Which one are you? I'm I'll tell you after you hat. tell me who you are. <laughs> yeah, I'm the one with the red hat. <laughs> so um, the way I understand it, it looks like it's the one that's giving the flowers, but I actually feel like it's the one who's receiving the flowers. Interesting. So what I love about this though is, do you have a garden? Do you go out in nature? Do you really like nature? I used to, but I cannot do it physically with my health. Yes, okay. I miss it drastically. So are you able to um, buy certain flowers that aren't expensive and just play with flower arrangements? Absolutely. Okay, what I want you to explore is... I want you to explore nature. I want you to explore flowers. I want, don't want you to explore the limitation, physical limitation I understand and I'm not judging that at all. I want you to do with it what you can because you are at a crossroads. And the whole thing about this card is they wanna be taking the bridge to the castle. And Spirit's what? inviting you to go into the things that you enjoy doing, do it with the capabilities that you're able to do it with. And then you're gonna be invited into the castle. And the castle is something you haven't seen yet and it's some excitement in your life that you can't even imagine because you have not yet had it. Oh, boy, that speaks to me, Marilyn. So I have goosebumps. I had them when you first started. And, and that's exactly, that's how I feel. You are epitomizing, and I couldn't put it into words. It was in my, it was in my heart, but that you just epitomized exactly what I sense in my heart, in my gut is going on. And yet um, when you said play and you and John said that to me a long time ago when I did a reading with you, the same thing I kept saying work, work. And John said, no, play. And that's, that's the word that has always been hard for me. And I'm now doing all these different things. I am doing these things, but I, you got it. It, it, it's so right on. So I want to say something to you that I feel it will help everybody. Cause I feel like what we forgot, what I forgot to do in this, when I do readings, I usually have people write down a question and then pay attention to things that hit their heart. When I do a reading for someone else, so you get a reading for yourself. So whatever resonates with you or has been resonating with you on the call is a reading for everyone. I would love for you to, even if you're planting a plant, I want your fingers a little bit in the dirt and I want you to play a little bit with flowers and what you can do. You know, like I went to Trader Joe's and bought a really nice bouquet for not that much money. Buy a few bouquets and make your own flower arrangements. Oh. I really want you to do that. And I love the fact that you're seeing fun, fun, fun. It's not about work. Great job, no. Shelly. Thank you, Marilyn. Back you're out. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you so much. Thank you, Loren. And thank you so much, Marilyn. So appreciative. You're welcome, sweetie. Oh, okay. <laughs> Shelly. And I know that you're not the only one that's going to go buy flowers. <laughs> <laughs> I hope everybody does do it too. <laughs> I know it sounds luscious. Oh, okay. yes. Thank you. Thank you, Shelly. All right. Well, we have Melinda. Melinda, you have a question for Marilyn. You are unmuted, Melinda. <laughs> keep trying girlfriend <laughs> you're unmuted but we can't hear you so we'll circle back let's go to Lori hi Lori you can unmute yourself hi can you hear me yes we can and thank you so much um the energy is just so resonant and the insights, Marilyn are blowing my mind I just um picked up my first uh psychic 
Oracle tarot deck a couple of months ago and the timing of this couldn't be better. So the question I have for you um, based on your amazing suggestions is over the last, since the Lionsgate portal really, I've been having all kinds of gut issues, which I know are digestion of life, mm-hmm. I know is control, and I can know it, but to release it, the question is, what information am I not seeing? Where are the blind spots to help me release so I can feel free again? I just want to feel free. You know, what's interesting, Kathy, is there's a couple of things coming up for me right away. And they kept showing me the word overall, overall, overall. And what's interesting to me, and I'm going to ask you to do this and invite you to do this. You haven't done it already. There's two things they want you to do. One is they want you, if it's possible, if you're not in too much pain or anything to focus on, not focus on the discomfort, but to focus on the the constant expansion, the growth, because your stomach, your gut is trying to make room for more new stuff coming in. And when I am a yoga, I do yoga a lot and I certified in it. I don't teach it, but when I do a lot of yoga, there's a lot more room and space made in my body. And I'm like, wow, where did all the space come from? And I feel like what's happening to you is it's, it's not so much they're saying about control. They're just saying it's like a tightening up of stuff. And it's almost like as if you loosened the screws and you allowed more space into your body, what would drop in? It's almost like spirit is showing me this. uh, They're showing me your gut area. I don't do health at all. So I'm just doing it from a spiritual perspective. And they're showing me the loosening of the valves. And they said, if you could like do this with breath, where you just loosen it a bit, what do you feel like would come in? They said, you know, we're trying to communicate with you through your stomach, but can we look at it as not a, they're not saying that you're not going through this, but they want to offer up another opportunity to look at it as expansion. So they're asking me to ask you a question. If you weren't experiencing this, what is this discomfort keeping you from doing? What would you do if this was healed right now? I would be able to be a lot more spontaneous, a lot more active, in a lot more uh, space of light positivity. I work hard to stay in that frequency, but I'm the word efforting is coming up. I don't want to keep efforting my way through the day. I want it to be more light, more spontaneous. And I feel like if I wasn't preoccupied with the gut throughout the day, it would just allow me to get out of that space and just live to be able to just simply be But here's my question to you. I don't know what you're struggling with physically, but you said efforting and work hard. And right away, they're like, we don't want her working hard. So can you, would you be able to incorporate some of what you said you're not able to do in the experience that you're having right now with your gut and not put so much focus on the healing of it? Because I feel like what you're not doing, and again, I know there might be limitations, but anything that you can do even a little bit that you could bring in and focus more on the movement forward, moving around the freedom, the spontaneity. If you could do a little bit of that, that is going to start. In other words, your focus needs to be more on what it is you want to do and start doing that and not on, I have to wait until I'm healed until I can be who I want to be. Ooh, yes. 
So doing, getting back on the mat, even if it's just for 20 minutes and doing what I can, putting on some Zumba class. And even if I dance for 10 or 15 minutes, being in that space of this is my now and this is where I'll find the joy. Yes, because you, and that's what, I'm glad you answered the question because that's why they made me ask you because that's what they were saying to me. Like when we're focused on just healing before we move forward, we stay in the pain, we stay stuck in it. And I'm not saying you're doing anything wrong. What I want everybody to start hearing is it's not that you're doing anything wrong. You're just being. So they're asking, let's invite a different kind of being in this situation. Let's do more of what we would be able to do if we were, let's act as if we were healed. And you know how to take care of yourself in the moment, Spirit said to me. So I love what you said, 20 minutes on the mat. That's fine. Do 10 minutes on the mat and just see how you feel, but start freeing it up. Okay. I'll be curious what the card shows. Thank you. Yeah, it's seven of wands. So this is the card I pulled before. So a lot of times when this card comes up, it looks chaotic, but it's not. You're in more control over your creative gifts than you think. And spirit is saying you want to do a ton of things at once. Take the one thing and just work on that for seven days and just be with it. But stop efforting and stop working so hard and start breathing a little bit more. And honey, when I say that, please know that I'm not saying you're not doing it right. They're just offering up another solution. I'm receiving it fully. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Beautiful, Lori. Okay. Let's go to Dale. Dale, you are unmuted. What is your question? Hi, can you hear me? Yes, hi. Hi, I'm so glad you picked me. Um, I'm going through this tough time. I'm 65 and recently lost my job after losing my job earlier this year, twice in the last two years before that. And my confidence is shaken. Yeah. Um, I think it's a matter of finding another path, but it's a scary thing to do at 65, even though I know intellectually I can do it. Um, every day I have to work with my inner, inner uh, workings to get that to happen. So every day it's applying for new jobs and it's very discouraging. Can I say something, Dale, right off the, I wanna just tell you something because before you even, I saw your question in the, the Q&A, so I was able to read it. So I don't wanna act like, yeah, you know, so I knew that was what you were struggling with. And what Spirit was saying to me, and then you said it yourself, it's like, it's not what she wants to be doing. And I love your honesty and your vulnerability with the fact that I'm 65, I don't wanna reinvent myself. Mm -hmm. I wanna give you um, an idea of something. Okay. A lot of times people want to pursue a different career, but they see it as work because the job they're doing is work. It's the thing they don't want to be doing. But spirit knows that you have to have a bridge job. So in order to pursue something that might offer you the lifestyle that you'd prefer, that takes a little bit of work. That takes a little bit of time. That takes a little bit of energy and concentration. And they don't want us to be without while we're working on what it is we want to do. The reason why I feel like you may be struggling with getting a job, and I'm sorry you're going through this because this could be very, just. this could cause a lot of anxiety in your life, a lot of fear, yeah. you know? Yes. And the thing that they want you to know is the reason why you may be struggling getting a job is because your soul is like, I don't want to do this. But if you <laughs> yeah. and your soul have a conversation and you say, look, I'm going to get this job. It's going to pay my bills. It's going to help me to feel more comfortable. But I promise you, soul, 
I'm committed to you and I'm going to listen to you and I'm going to do the things that feed my soul as well. So there's going to be more balance and the word balance is an interesting word, but there's going to be more of me in here. So I'm going to get that job and I'm going to ask for the job that's that's nine to five, whatever it is, doesn't tap me out emotionally. I work with great people. It pays me a nice price. And when I leave it, I leave it. And I'm able to do the studies that I want to do on the side. And if I can afford the studies and I don't feel emotionally tapped out and I'm working towards that next level of living. Now, I honestly feel your next level of living. What I mean is like what your next career would be if it was a career. Really what I want for you is ease and comfort in a lifestyle living. I want you living a life that you enjoy, but spirit is letting me know that you have this incredible ability to teach people, to listen, to help coach that you really would be very good at that. So you're agreeing with that, right? I am. So honey, the way I want you to look at the job that you're getting, it's not a life sentence. It's not a death sentence. It is a bridge to where you want to go, but you and your soul need to have a really good conversation. So let me just give you a brief thing. When I was doing a bridge job, which was bookkeeping, right? I hated it, but it paid my bills. Mm-hmm. And I would sit down at night whenever I needed a client and I would write out exactly what client I wanted. And maybe I always got it. And I think two things happened. One, I was talking to my guides and I said, this is it. But when I met with a client that did not fit that bill, mm-hmm. I also said no and trusted it. So like magic, those clients would come in I didn't like the work, but it paid the bills. It was great. They gave me flexibility. And then at night I was studying my craft. Well, it's funny. I'm a healer, Mm. but I haven't touched it because of the state of mind I was in. I was taking on other people's stuff and I would feel congested and go, I know that's not mine. And I would clear all kinds of no-sodes and miasms. So I didn't even want to touch it. But there's another way to be a healer. You don't have to be a healer. So I don't do one-on-one really only with like clients that know me very well. I'll do coaching. Uh I do one to many because I enjoy it so much more. So I create these communities where people come together and they're like best of friends, these people in my communities. And you have another way that you can offer up your healing could be through writing. It could be through um, doing digital product. There's other ways to do it, but you have to get out of this tornado, a little bit of a, it's not a, a little bit of a vortex you're in right now of uncomfortable energy, get the finances in place. No, but commit, say to your soul, I'm going to get a job. It's going to be a good job. I'm not going to lose a job for a good year and a half, but I'm committing in the year and a half. I'm going to discover what I'm meant to do with my healing gifts. Okay. But not at a detriment to myself. That was something I gave up New Year's Eve, like six years ago. I said, I was so tapped out from reading people and exhausted. I said, I'm done of being, I'm done of being of service to others at a detriment to myself. And I was done. That's so well said. Does that help you, honey? It does. Thank you. You're welcome. Kathy, you will get something. Please, please, please get clear on what it is. Yes. And just um, do what you love. And remember, doing what you love, find it, find it. Yes. Yes. And become that healer. Yeah. You are the Thanks. healer. So so you can do it. You can Thanks. do it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Let's see. Let's go to our Q&A box and you can do some quick little readings or maybe pull a few cards for those. There is Ursula. And Ursula says, I would love a reading on my energy today. And how best to step into my mastery. 
She also wrote, working with my Akash and past life, how can my energy, I'm sorry, I'm such a Zoom person. So I do this Good. to other telesummits that are on Zoom. I'm like, let me take over the control board here. You um, saw that. Excellent. <laughs> what, what, read that part. So work with my Akash. I'm talk, she's talking about Akashic records, probably Akash and my past, past life. life. How can talents. my energy now be best used in service? Ursula, I want to offer something up to you that's worked for me. I'm not against past lives. Um, I, I've, I've had past life regression done. I think it's an incredible tool. I think it's amazing. What I become concerned with is when people say this happened to me, and I'm not saying you're doing this, sweetie, and I think you're in the chat. You could chat back with me. Um, people say to me, this happened to me in a past life and they're stuck in the energy today with it. And that's not meant to happen. So past life is only information. We're in a different experience today where we get to transmute that energy. We get to move through it. So I feel like your healing energy and what you, whatever, I'll do a pull a card for you, but, but there's no waiting spirit saying one of the best things that I got from a spiritual advisor, when I needed to stop a habit or stop a belief, she would have me say up until now, up until now, I had that past life that that I struggled with, but I don't have it anymore. And that past life is teaching you something today that you can transmute trans and transform. So when I went through past life regression, I luckily found someone who took me from birth to death because she wanted me to leave the energy where it was meant to be left in that past life. But I feel like past lives are so incredible because they allow you to have, like I understood part of my suicidal tendencies. Like I used to struggle with suicide till I, till I started really doing this work and understanding it. So for you, honey, all of this has been information because what spirit is saying to me is that you're learning all these different avenues of work, like past life, Akashic records, um, healing energy through hands, you know, healing energy through speaking, tarot cards, pendulum, whatever it is you're working at. I don't box anything up. I bring it all together and it becomes my own personal brand. So my guides are teaching guides and I teach a lot. Because, and then I tap into different, my acting, I was an actress, my acting stuff, I worked in production, I have an Emmy, my production stuff, all of it becomes the package of who I am today. So you're, the only thing that's holding you back, like I see this little hand, and you may not agree with me, and that's okay. I see this hand holding you back, but it's just this belief, get, let it go pull that hand off and start like, it's the same with the woman who was struggling with, um, can't remember who it was. It might've been Shelly. It's like spirit, just like, there's like, it, it feels like it was Shelly. So you two may have something in common tearing. Like, it's almost as if this was an illusion. This is our illusion. Right. And this, I'm looking at this beautiful painted trees, which I had no clue. I would move. Those are some of those are redwoods. A lot of them are redwoods. I never, I'm from Brooklyn and they dreamt this up for me. It's like tearing that apart. Man, imagine we all did this with our life right now. Our life is a canvas in front of us and we just ripped it open what would we allow in? And that's what they're asking you. Like, what do you want to allow in? Work with that energy. Don't work with what's against you. You got the nine of wands, sweetie. Okay. And the nine is about, it's an ending of a cycle. It's a soul number. He looks like he's doing battle. But what this card is saying to me is that you have a ton of creative energy. And you're not knowing where to take that creative energy. And he's looking to the past. So I don't want you looking to the past anymore. Although past lives may become part of what you do in your life, which is great. I think it's a great, I have nothing against past life regression as people, but I want you to really start journaling every single day for the next seven days. And I want you to journal this question. 
what does my soul want me to know about my creative creativity? You also have Claire audience there opening my ear. What does my soul want me to know about creativity? What is my creative creativity meant to do to help others? And there's something you wanted to do in the past, and it might have to do with writing that they're asking you to bring forward today. You're not in battle. Don't battle your life. And Ursula, I don't know if that resonates with you, but I hope it does. That's it. Let's see what's in the Q&A. Perfect. Yes, I have a big dashboard of all esoteric divinity tools. Good. What does my soul want me to know about creativity? I love it and how to use it to help others. Great. And you know, sweetie, I love that you have these different things that you've studied. This is what I offer up. Anybody who wants to create a business, don't box things up. I used to put things in pretty little boxes. And my friend was like, what are you doing? Take the lids off. Allow your psychic ability, my acting ability, my writing ability, everything to come together. And I did. And it really, that's when my whole life opened up. Okay. Thank you. Amazing. Here is a question from Pippa. I would love a tarot reading. What do I need to know about a difficult relationship that I'm living, that I'm living with having bought my home with a friend that's not working out? Mm. Mm. Pippa. You know, Pippa, what they're showing me is three of the redwood trees outside my window and they want you to know that although this moment feels really gut-wrenching hard, like they're almost like choking a chicken. So forgive that symbolism, but that's what they're showing me. It almost feels like somebody's choking the life out of you. They said, this is a real, this is a moment of brave, being brave, being um, conscious to your courage and no situation is that difficult that you can't shift it, change it and get out of it. So they're not saying that you necessarily have to end the commitment of the home. They are saying there's this woman, um, look into people that really teach about communication in relationships because the feelings that you're having, your friend is having also, and that is you're triggering each other in a very, very difficult way. But spirit's like, this doesn't have to be the end. This doesn't have to explode. This doesn't have to feel, it feels so hard right now. They said, it doesn't, that doesn't have to be the ending. They said, there's really a great way that you can grow from this through a lot of um, uh, self-respection, introspection and then communication. And if communication is difficult because the other party is getting super triggered by it or defensive, there is a way that you can communicate with it. I would like you to work a bit on, thank you, um, learning how to communicate with another person. So one of the things I learned is when I was in couples therapy a while ago, years ago, the therapist taught me, I would go to the person, the person I was in the relationship with, I said to him, um, it may have not been, it, I know it's not your intention to do blah, 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 blah. But I just want you to know that when blah, blah, blah happens, I have this feeling inside of me. I have this experience based on my past and I, and it makes me feel such and such. So in other words, you're not pointing the finger. You're not doing this. You're saying, you know, when you say you're not coming home for dinner, I know it's not your intention to hurt me, but because I was abandoned so much during dinner time, I hear it as if you don't want to be with me. 
And I just want to communicate this with to you so you know where I'm coming from, just so we could come have a conversation about it. You could see how that takes away the depth of it. Now, I do feel that there's a possibility that you do need to get out of this predicament. But until this kind of communication happens, you're not going to know how to do that. And that's probably going to be about six months from now. So I pulled the hanged man for you. And that's about seeing it from a different perspective. So I'm going to leave you with one last thing, something that um, the therapist I'm working with is teaching me. So I play a lot of tennis. And if you've ever played tennis, there's a lot of bitchy people in tennis, especially women. And, um, and I'm a woman's woman. Like I have tons of female friends for like over 40 years. And she said something to me about when I go on the court and I started observing myself and my own behavior and how somebody may be receiving me because I have a strong personality. And it really helped me to loosen up stuff. And what helped me was what I've started realizing is like, normally I'd be triggered by certain things. I'm just releasing them. So try to see what this person is going through with you, how they're experiencing you and see if that can help you. I hope that helps. Thank you. I play tennis too. And I find uh -huh. that the three, the 3-0 women, mm, anyway. <laughs> okay. No, it's fun. And it's, it's an interesting sport. It definitely attracts a certain type of person. <laughs> and it's really interesting to be so Zen and to go into that competitive level. It's like, did we forget to have fun? Yeah. <laughs> fun. All right. Well, let's do two more questions. I want to go to Melinda. Melinda, I'm going to try one more time. If not, you have to uh, put your question in our chat. Okay. But you can unmute. Hello. Hello. Am I in? <laughs> you in, sister. Hello. <laughs> I was a little dyslexic. I started the show when I was driving. So it took me a minute to come back to earth, I guess. Yes. And it good. was so funny when I looked at the email, it said 111. And I was like hem-hawing whether or not I should watch the program because Tarot's been kind of coming up to help me with trust more. So anyway, when I went to set the alarm, I, I checked it back again and I reread and I thought, do I want to do I want to participate? And so I said, yes, I do. And I set my alarm because I was going out and it was the exact um, to the hour and minute. It had already been set. It was on 143 and that's what I needed. So it was so funny. Yes. <laughs> Very cool. So a lot going on. So whatever cards you want to pull, Mary Lynn. Well, actually, I want to go with your numbers, your names. Um, I should know your name by now because we called it a million times. Melinda, Melinda thank you. <laughs> so Melinda, 111, I teach a lot about numbers. And also I teach numbers in this tarot class. Um, ones are all about new beginnings, right? And I love the fact that Spirit said to trust more. And that's really important to me. I want people to come to when they work with me that they trust themselves more than anything else. It's really important to me that people do that. I don't want people disempowering themselves. The ones for you are about new beginnings and it's also about mind, body, soul. I don't even have this number. So it's always fascinating to me. Um, so that's, that's spirit calling you right now, Melinda. Anyway, so the ones are about new beginnings and it's about mind, body, and soul is about a wholeness journey that you're being invited to come into mind, body, and soul, the three, because it equals three and also three cards in the tarot deck. If you get three major arcana, it's a big transformation, a big life change, a big experience. 
So they, they know that right now you're really working on all those different aspects. And when you work on mind, body, and soul, you're working on your mind chatter, mind thoughts, you're working on your physical being, and you're also working on the spiritual connection, which brings you into wholeness so that we don't experience separation. Then the one, four, seven, the one's about new beginnings. The fours are about foundation belief system. It's not necessarily for me, my heart chakra as much, even though it's the fourth chakra, it's about the belief systems and the foundations that you're standing upon the platform that you're standing upon in your life. So spirits inviting you to rewrite your belief systems. What that means is um, what any belief systems that are creating scarcity, lack, fear, or anxiety, we want to rewrite into solution and positive, positive type of things. I'm not a blow the smoke up the butt reader. I'm not a unicorn writing person. It doesn't work for me. I'm very practical. I'm very grounded. I'm about bringing the spiritual into the practical. So the belief system for you would be, I am trusting myself. I am getting information. Look at this. The numbers are showing me spirit is just guiding me. I'm, am okay. I'm doing well even if I'm having a difficult moment. So then it, then the seven is about psychic ability. So they're inviting you to open up your psychic ability even more to continue to trust this conversation. It equals a 12, which is new beginnings into partnership. For, here, for me, it's partnership with self, partnership with soul, which is partnership with guidance, which is a reflection of your soul, which equals a three, which brings you into wholeness again. So I will pull a card, but for me, you know exactly what you're meant to do and you're meant to keep doing it, but keep doing it with an open mind and an open heart, Spirit said. So the card is justice. So what I'm going to invite you to do with this card is to, instead of looking at things as right or wrong, allow them to just be. Just like you did this moment, well, this moment was, I don't need to go on. Do I need to go on? I don't need to I actually like that because that's showing me that you're learning how to trust yourself. Instead, start surrendering a little bit more to the conversations inside your head and see what shows up. This is showing me that you're opening up your heart chakra quite a bit. You're opening up your third iris chakra. You're struggling a little bit with the thoughts and you're finally trying to find balance in your life. And spirit's just inviting you to Let's not look at things. I'm not saying that you do look at things black and white. So they never say things judgmental, but look at things more with a neutral type of energy. What would it mean to in, to go out? This would be interesting for me because I have such a powerful experience, you know, opinions and stuff to go out into the world and just look at it as a neutral experience. What is the information the world is giving me? What is the information the world is giving you? That's synchronicity. That's a whole other thing that I teach. So how does that feel for you, Melinda? Well, you were spot on and definitely the black and white, noticing judgments coming up. And um, yeah, everything was is what you said. I'm, I am noticing, aware, and um, in the process of, of working with. Or not, and I don't like that word either, but it's it, sometimes it is that way. You know, I have to remind myself. Yeah, there's something, well, it's 111 right now, by the way. My oh my computer. God. Oh my so God. the last thing I want to say to you, Melinda, and this is for anybody, you just said it, the black and white, the judgment, look at how you're judging yourself as well. I know I'm a hard ass and me, you know, me too. I'm just learning to love myself better or, or to re even respect myself. Yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely, you were just so, so spot on. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you, Melinda. Thank yeah. you, Laura. Um, Thank you for coming back. We're, you know, you got on at 111. I mean, how perfect is that? Thank you. Yeah.
And you know, uh, the judgment, the judgment, um, isn't that interesting? That's what I've thought about tennis. It circles back around to tennis. Can we show up and not judge ourselves? Mm -hmm. Right? That's what I've, and anyway. I know I, it's, everyone. you know, I'm learning it a lot and, and I, I've been playing, doesn't matter for a while. And I was saying to my coach just this week, I'm starting to let go. And it's the, and she goes, cause you're trusting your game more. You're more confident in your game. And I said, you're right. And I'm not judging myself as much like that person doesn't want to play with me. Cause I just missed that shot. Whatever this experience is, tennis has been so life altering for me and it really taught me a lot. So yeah, I love that. So I'm really stopping to judge myself and really be, be, have my own back and love myself. That's what spirit teaches. Yep. Yes. Yes. Beautiful. All right. So we're going to take one more, one more, and it's Martine. Martine wants her energy read today. Martine, you can unmute real quick here. Hello. Yes. Hello. hello. Hi, Martine. Hi. Hi, Marilyn. Hi, Lauren. Yes. Um, yes, I am. I am. Um, I've been in this part for like past four years and still I feel like I'm stuck because I would like to have a different, you know, I'm looking for a different financial path and I am like, uh, I, I'm struggling going to work every morning. I feel like I should be starting working on my purpose. So I would like to know, you know, what the card says. I mean, what I am exactly, you know. Well, here's the thing. I'm going to give you a little bit of coaching first, Martine, because the thing that's coming up for me is they're showing me a couple of things. They're showing me a jar that I have on my desk with this hair tie in it. And I can feel the entrapment that you feel in your life and in your situation. And mm -hmm. I know that you've been working on yourself in this path, but now you need to work on the career. And you need to know what that is and how to do that. And something I'm going to offer up to you in, and by the way, whenever I do readings for people, I'm totally fine with people saying, I don't agree. I don't really care because it's, it's your reading. It's meant for you. But the thing that's coming up for me, and there's something about herbs for you, like working with herbs or whether you want to do that or not herbs to me are, cause they're showing me this, um, where this thing is from. Um, blessed herbs is the name of the company. It doesn't matter. It's an, an old jar. I can't even never even noticed that before, but it's about really healing energy from the nature's pro, you know, what nature has to offer us, whether you do it that way or not. And that's how you do it. But the thing is, is that as a spiritual entrepreneur, which is what I am, when I started studying, I already had a business and I knew how to have a business. But when I started studying more about how to have an online business, I started talking to spiritual people that were supposedly business coaches. And I do this purposely because it was annoying and they didn't know anything. And I went to my guides and I said, I really need to move forward my business. What do I need to do? And they said, you need to study with hardcore marketers. And what they meant was that usually those rooms of men, women too, where they don't understand the spiritual aspect, but they know marketing like nobody's business. And I studied with those people. I was the only psychic in those rooms a lot of the times. And I didn't care what people thought about me. I just took all that information in. The reason why I share all this with you, and it was a lot of fun for me. I still enjoy the heck out of it. <laughs> you need to get concrete with your, I hate this word need, so forgive me, but you <laughs> need to have a plan with your business. It's mm -hmm. not, now it's got to be concrete plans. This is every day moving the needle forward. What do I kind of business do? I want a digital, I have a digital business, right? So I sell digital product, but I also have communities. I have a membership. I have a Soul Finder Academy. I have different programs. 
Um, I create great online communities. I haven't met most of my clients at all. You know, it's all online, but we know each other like family. And you need to start that process now, sweetie. Yeah, I heard that when I was working in nature the other day. Start, do you need to have a plan? Second. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and I find a lot of spiritual entrepreneurs don't know how to get started because they're so creative and they're so in the spiritual aspect of everything that they don't have the practical tools. And yeah. it's really important to study those practical tools with people who know those practical tools. Now, there's so many free resources on podcasts and everything that you could start. That's where I started. And then I started finding my teachers and the people that I studied with. So you're at the page of wands, right? This is such a great card to be at because wands are, again, about creative energy. He's a, He's got the fool's feather in his cap. He's asking you to take a risk. He's got the Ouroboros on his cloak, which is transformation. And um, but look at the pyramids in the background, something he started that he didn't finish. He's um, entering into the court cards, which is the queen and the king and the ace. He's already been through the one to 10. So you've already done the journey. You've done the work. Now you need to do the next level of the work to get your business off the ground. Okay. That's right. beautiful. <laughs> right. Thanks, Martine. Thank you so much, Mary Lynn. Appreciate it. Thank you, Lauren. Thank you, Martine. Good luck on your journey. You will do it. You will do it. Yes. Yes, I can. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Wow. Okay. So you've seen how Marilyn can read tarot cards for you. And now it's all about you learning how to do this for yourself. And that's where Marilyn's course comes in. And we put in the chat box, a link to all my psychic mediumship work that I do. And I put them together. And I teach people how to read the cards based on your soul, based on your own life experience. I teach a thing called the symbolic language of your soul, where you don't need Google. When all of a sudden you're seeing the symbols, you understand what your guides are talking to you through those symbols. So I teach the cards in this incredible class, Soulful Tarot. I love this class. And you're going to learn some of the symbols that are super important to know in the cards. They're just, they're going to help catapult you into the understanding of the cards. Then I'm going to have you work with your soul, your own life experience to dive deeper into the reading of the cards. Because when I'm doing a reading for someone, as much as I'm not projecting, like you've noticed, I, I was saying to people, this is a little bit of me coaching now. And then I pull myself out. Most of what I'm sharing with you is through my own life experience. My guides have taught me what is it, what these things mean, what the um, a color red means, what a butterfly means, what the Ouroboros means, besides what I know about the soul, the tarot card. So you're going to go through here and you're going to learn all the minor arcana and they're all short little videos. We do very short classes. So I take you through the minor arcana. You learn the basics of it, and then you go through each card. And then there's a PDF where you get to journal. I ask you specific questions. So you're journaling and getting deeper into the cards. You and the cards are creating relationship so that you can read them the way that you need to read them. You're going to learn how to ask the right questions. You're going to learn how to work with your own intuition, your own clairvoyancy with the cards, your own psychic ability. You're going to learn what to do with the answers. And it's not waiting for someone else to give you the answers. It's letting you have a conversation, a communication with the cards, which are a deep reflection of your soul, which is where all your infinite wisdom is living. And then in this, you're also going to learn the major arcana. So we go each through one of them. And again, there's this great PDF along with every single card. So you get a short video lesson, you get an audio lesson if you want to listen to it audio, and then the PDF where you get to journal on each card. 
And then there's a class in here called Master Your Readings. I'm going to teach you how I did readings. I'm going to teach you a little bit about spreads, how to clear a space, how to ask questions, how to really create a reading space. So that is what you get in Soulful Tarot. And oh, let me share one more thing. When you buy this, if you buy this, you're going to be offered a dollar offer for my membership program to try it out for 30 days. And um, my membership is amazing. I, I'm not even going to go into it's got live components, Q&A, experts, teachers, teachers from around the world. It We study everything in there. The community is unbelievable. They are best of friends. There's no ego. I don't allow that. There's just really, really great spiritual, practical people. So um, that is, we give you an offer on that on the back end if you choose to take it for a dollar and try it for 30 days. And don't worry about it. We send you two emails saying your time is almost up. So um, this way you're not feeling like, oh my goodness, it's going to charge my card again. We send you two emails three days before, I think five days before and three days before you're going to get charged again. Because if you decide to stay, we'll send you an email about what that is. It's either 97 or you can buy the whole year. And, but we let you know. So you're not like, you should mark your calendar anyway, but we'll let you know. That's it. That's it. What a beautiful opportunity. That's a really good program to dive into the symbols and doing our own readings. It really is a roadmap for us, right? In our questions and moving forward in our journey with our relationships, with our businesses, with our new earth, new earth service work. It is a beautiful guidepost. And It'll come to a point eventually, as you said, we won't need the cards anymore. We'll see the symbology of our life out in the world. Yes. <laughs> yeah, totally. That's what I love about it. It's It really is a tool that eventually it just teaches you and then you don't need it. And it's really kind of cool. It is a powerful tool for our evolution and connection to our higher self and our soul. So thank you, Marilyn. Thank you for that. That link is available right here on this webpage. Please check it out. You'll get immediate access to that. We are excited for everyone to uh, awaken these abilities and really guide yourself like no one else can guide you. Marilyn, you're a beautiful coach. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. And thank you, everyone, for your beautiful energy. It really helped everything. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, everyone. Have a beautiful day. Namaste. Thank you for listening to this quantum conversation. And thank you for dancing with us to the cosmic heart. As we raise our own vibration, we raise the vibration of the planet. This show is dedicated to you and all awakening hearts as we are here to shine our bright light and amplify our love. Access all quantum conversations, special offers from our guests, and online healing retreats by visiting AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and from my sacred heart to yours, I honor your magnificent love and light. We leave you now with music from the universe. Music literally created by the universe as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music available at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste. Namaste.